Welcome to democracyonthemove.org, a podcast tribute to the people and organizations who dare to reimagine our nation and drive it toward its true democratic principles. This episode was recorded on Sunday, July 11, 2021. I'm Dan Schaefer, and thank you for joining. Recent articles in our local paper here in St. Louis, Missouri, laments the fact that Missouri has failed and continues to fail in its response to the COVID pandemic. Several opinion pieces ask the question, how could we fail? How could it be that Missouri is now the number one state in the nation for the recent rise of the Delta virus variation? Now, I've come to understand why Missouri failed in its response to this pandemic. A majority of our politicians never considered COVID as a medical emergency. Rather, it was viewed as an opportunity for the existing hyper-masculine political power structure. Okay, so I'm being a little cynical here, but allow me to explain. The image of a strong patriarch has, over recent years, become central to the Republican mindset. Now, keep in mind that the Missouri legislature consists of a supermajority of Republicans in the House and the Senate, and our governor, Mike Parson, is also a Republican. The mindset of what I would call the hyper-patriarch conflates power with masculinity, and therefore it is incapable of acknowledging any vulnerabilities— because such emotions would erode the vision of strength and power of the patriarch. Now, this vision doesn't tolerate women's rights, for example, because, well, it challenges the authority of the virile male leader. This image further demands that the leader shamelessly pursue power through any means possible, even if it means lying and cheating, because in this distorted manly world, a fight is a fight, and the ends justify the means. Fighting for gun rights, for example, is popular because, well, guns themselves are manly. They signify brutal and ultimate strength. Sexual misconduct is not only overlooked, but it is rewarded because it fits this exaggerated definition of masculinity. So the escapades of President Trump, as well as lesser players such as the former Missouri Governor Eric Greitens, are not only tolerated, but they are embraced by the hyper-patriarchal Republican mindset. Now, scientists and medical experts, well, they're not manly. The pursuit of science is a challenge of the mind. It doesn't require physical strength. Scientists don't win arguments in brutal physical conflicts, but by conducting civilized intellectual peer reviews. Well, that being the case, the hyper-patriarchal leader does not respect unmanly intellectuals and certainly does not bow to them. Indeed, at some point, the pandemic had to be acknowledged, but the hyper-patriarch refused, and continues to refuse, to bow to the unmanly. Well, see, now that puts the leader in a difficult position. How do we cure the virus without help from the intellectuals? As a result, we've seen our leaders push alternative cures, such as injecting bleach or shining a light into the body or hydroxychloroquine, etc., these are all desperate attempts of the hyper-patriarchy to maintain the appearance of power and control. Now, this disturbing mixture of hyper-patriarchy and, and intellect came into full view when President Trump, during a COVID press conference, suggested injecting bleach. Now, rather than standing up to the obvious bad advice, Dr. Deborah Burks sat in silent obedience, cracking an uneasy smile. She knew that standing up and challenging a hyper-patriarch would certainly have gotten her fired. Well, women don't stand up and assert their authority to hyper-patriarchs. So she kept her silence and played the part of the obedient, subservient woman. I can't imagine the humiliation she felt at that moment. 
So when it comes to Missouri, Governor Mike Parson has coldly calculated that playing along with this hyper-male-dominated power structure would allow him to keep his job as well as his popularity. Now, it seems to me that he's not the typical virile man's man that most Republicans worship, but he's learned nevertheless how to play the game. He therefore delegates the big decisions to the local authorities and then participates in the political pylon when the inevitable mask mandates and social distancing guidelines roll out over the cities and counties. For that matter, Republicans in the Missouri legislature also participate in this show of manly power. They criticize mitigation efforts and urge people to man up and face the virus. Herd immunity is bandied about because, well, those that survive the virus are considered somehow stronger and therefore more manly. The bottom line is that Missouri, like many other states, failed to contain and mitigate the COVID virus because, well, that was never their priority to begin with. On the contrary, COVID presented an opportunity for the hyper-patriarchy to further assert its power and influence. In one of the articles in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch recently, Dr. Alex Garza, the director of the St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force, recently expressed a certain level of exasperation. He said, and I quote, It's starkly obvious how the pale colors on the vaccination map line up with the rising rates. Republicans spent so much energy pushing back on these very common-sense public health measures, now it's almost too hard to switch course it's really difficult for them to go back on their line of thinking. They put the political platform over everything, even over the protection of human life. I don't understand that. I just don't understand it. Well, perhaps what Dr. Garza doesn't understand is that our entire nation, including Missouri, has been swept into the hyper-patriarchal political power machine, and it is well beyond the point of caring about individuals. So thank you for tuning in today. This is Democracy on the Move, a tribute to all those people and organizations who dare to reimagine our nation and drive it back to its true democratic principles. We're always looking for sponsors and help with this podcast. If you have any story ideas or you'd like to get your voice on the air here at Democracy on the Move, or if you'd like to donate, please contact us at info at democracyonthemove.org. Democracy on the Move is all one word, info at democracyonthemove.org. I'm Dan Schaefer, and thank you for tuning in. Please have a safe week ahead, and we hope to see you again next week.